and welcome to Parking Thought. I'm Jacob, and I'm glad you're here today. In this edition, we're going to be trying out a few things that are just different. Um, so let me explain. Uh, part of my dealing with the whole COVID lockdown thing, I've recently acquired a Mac, uh, or excuse me, an iPad Pro, the big one and the new one. So it's got this fancy LiDAR sensor in there, and it also touts as one of the small improvements they made over last year's model, or the, the last model, it touts a studio-grade microphone. So I'll let you guys decide based upon the audio quality. I'll do the same similar edits I usually do. Um, I am recording this on the same morning I plan on producing it, so uh, or publishing it. So it is Wednesday, April 8th. Um, I'm using a different app to record this. I'm using a different process to record this. This is new, and um, part of doing this is what am I going to learn? What am I going to learn by trying to take something that was routine and make it new, right? To find a new part that I can insert to it. And how am I going to learn from that? Um, so there may be issues with uh, how this a particular app saves the file, what type of file it saves it at, getting it over to the MacBook, because I'll still use the MacBook for editing it. Um, I don't want to spend the, I think, $30 that this app wants to be able to help me produce just the audio of the podcast. And I really like how on the YouTube version, I've got these nice waves that kind of wash over the logo, and I had a lot of fun putting that together. So I'm very proud of that. Um, and uh, that's that's one of the things that you know I'll, I'll continue to do. So I'll continue to edit on the MacBook uh, while I push this out there. Um, I actually just recently got an email here uh, that might actually be worth taking a look at. Let's see if I can get to my email application while this is recording. That's going to be interesting. So yes, it does. Um, and I got an email from Dr. Bruce here, uh, and he was excited because I, I left him a review. I left him a review of his podcast out there, um, and uh, he's also noticed his, his podcast tracking application can actually look at um, what state people are from. Mine only looks at what country, because I'm using WordPress as a podcast publisher. Um, he's able to see it by state, and he says that he's got five regular listeners in Idaho, and that he's really excited to have that. So for those of you guys who've chosen to, to listen to his program, um, thank you for that. Uh, he's... He's been in need of, of uh, noting that his project was um, reaching an audience. And so it's really important that we do that. Uh, you know, what we choose to consume uh, has become more uh, apparent. Those are relationships, right? We, we you know, when you, when you listen to just the media, professional media, they often talk and they feel like it's exploitation, right? Like you're getting your groceries from somebody who gets paid so much less than you or, or, you know, they, they tout this narrative that's just really negative about how our society works and functions. You know, they, they ignore the fact that when you choose to consume something, you're choosing for that consumer experience, right? If I choose to consume a podcast. I'm choosing not just for the content, but also the experience of having that podcast or whatever it is come and be a part of me. And this is especially intimate when it comes to food, right? So I may go out to a restaurant and everybody in that restaurant gets paid less than me, but there's something very intimate about that relationship that you're choosing to do when you go and you have somebody else make your food. You're literally putting that into you, right? You're literally having it become a part of you. Um, it's a very intimate, personal relationship. 
and uh, one that we recognize more now that we have restricted our relationships. We've made that choice. I mean, I know governments have given orders, right? But but don't the, the government orders for you to stop living your life are unconstitutional from start to finish, okay? Um, you, you have your right from God to be able to go and organize your life and visit with people. I mean, the, the right to peaceably assembly doesn't get tossed out because there's a germ nobody can see. Our founding fathers never intended that to be the case. And you can't possibly give the government enough permission to be able to tell you that you have to physically stay at home, right? So there was a lady who got a little trunky in her house, right, and decided to, to go out for a drive, ended up getting a $200 ticket for going out for a drive. She didn't go see anybody. She just went out for a drive. And the police pulled her over, and this is in Pennsylvania, the state police pulled her over and said, hey, you're violating the governor's order. Uh, You're supposed to be in your home. Well, how does being in your car spread the pandemic? It doesn't, right? But because of the way the government wrote the order, she got a $200 ticket. Now, she can challenge that in court, and she'd probably have a pretty good case against her. But I want you guys, more importantly, to to not think of the legal battles that may ensue. I want you to do the right things. The government is instructing you on a way to help organize. And I want you to realize you've chosen that, right? This wasn't forced on you. You've chosen. Our family hasn't gone inside of a store, you know, in two weeks or whatever it is now, right? And we've chosen that. We've made those choices. My wife made the choice last night to make face masks using cloth and the other stuff that we have at home. And it was a bit of an adventure getting into the garage to find the cloth. And uh, her fabric sewing has not been one of the skills. Sewing has not been one of the skills that we've utilized in the house in years. And so uh, bringing back some of those old skills has been pretty interesting. Um, I'm also not sleeping at night in various nights. I had three good nights of sleep, and last night was just miserable. Um, so that's kind of my update. And, and sometimes podcasters feel embarrassed to share their personal updates. I always found it when I was listening as a way to connect with the audience, right? And you as the audience choose to listen. Um, you know, there's, there's something really interesting about running a podcast Uh, I just want to share this, Uh, running a podcast based upon curiosity and gratitude, Uh, because those are not highly Googleable terms. Um, This particular episode, I get to mention that I'm doing it on an iPad Pro, you know, so iPad Pro for podcasting, I'll put that in the description somewhere. So that way it helps other people find the show. Um, And you can call it clickbaity. I'm just experimenting uh, to see if it'll actually get people to click. Uh, you know, the new tech, the new device always has a name, so it's easy for people to search for it. If you search for curiosity and gratitude, you're not going to come up with parking thought. It just it doesn't work that way. It's a very difficult uh, um, topic to, to get people to find. Um, so the discoverability is low. And I was realizing the other day, it's almost like I'm hiding from the internet in plain sight. Because... Google and YouTube have built all these algorithms to help people find all of these different things that they search for. But two things are happening. One is people are not searching for the topic we're covering. And then secondly, you know, if they were, I don't think the I don't think it's been a popular enough search term that they've modified the algorithm to help it be more effective. And so part of me is like, oh, we're at this experiment of training an AI to find things to be grateful for. 
because gratitude is a human concept and a computer would have to learn what that is in order to be effective at it. And the algorithms haven't had enough um, focus or attention on that yet. There are very few spaces out there in the world that we haven't thrown AI algorithms at. And I think this is one of them. Uh, and so when I say at the end of every episode that we want you to share the episode with somebody else that you know, you know, part of the reason for that is to train the algorithms, right? It's not just, hey, make somebody's day better, although that's more of the intent, right? But there's a part of it where it's like, hey, if you do that and if you share this on your social media, then it helps to train the algorithms to find out what gratitude is so they can distribute that better in the future, um, especially for a time when the world needs to be grateful. And uh, that would be pretty interesting to do. You're helping to train an AI when you do that. Now, now this is a huge precursor into the episode. It's kind of a bit of a uh, personal update. That's fine. We can have an episode like that. But the topic I had listed is also really short, and it's um, pretty easy to understand. I've got two boys, and boys growing up need f- physical. They, they communicate through physical touch, all right, and through physical experience and um, this can get pretty destructive, right? Like it's it's pretty easy to go into fight mode where you're trying to hurt the other person. And it, it happens quite often. Uh, one of the things we've taught our boys since they were younger is that it's okay in our house to wrestle, but it's not okay to fight. And we explain that there's a difference between the two, right? Wrestling is where you want to dominate the other person. You want to prove dominance. You want to pin the other person. You're not trying to hurt them, right? You're just trying to pin them and prove your dominance, right? And when you've done that, you need to let go. Uh, And fighting is when you want to hurt the other person. And so we've been, it it takes hundreds of times of saying it. Hey guys, fighting's not okay, wrestling is. You know, fighting's not okay, wrestling is. Hey guys, you can wrestle it out. You know, and changing your words to wrestling it out. Um, So that way you get it in your mind that, that you're not there to hurt the other person. You're there to prove dominance. Now, I think we can apply this not just to that physical growing up nature um, for boys, but also to the rest of our life. If you find yourself wishing someone else harm, right, stop, take a step back. If you just want to prove that you're the best or that you're good in this particular situation, that's okay, right? That is an okay thing to want to do. You're not disrespecting, you're not being rude to somebody else, right? Their skill level, their ability in something, you maybe want to match or exceed. That is a good motivator uh, to be able to get you to where you want to be at. But recognize that you're not doing it to put somebody else down. And it's very, very difficult, and uh, both for my boys, to recognize the difference between wrestling and fighting. Because we do get emotionally involved in those things that we're passionate about. We do get emotionally involved in those things we want to, you know, prove our dominance in, right? That it's very easy to get to the point where you wish somebody else harm or you wish them to be less good than what they are. And that's not the society we have. You know, I think all these topics are connected, right? The stuff that we choose to be a part of, the stuff that we choose, the systems we choose to consume, right? We make those choices, right? We can make those choices about how we see others, I don't look down on people who provide me a service. I'm grateful for that. And if you're competing in a space where you're trying to be, 
better than where you're at and you're using somebody else's level as a marker, as an indicator, wrestle it out. Wrestle with yourself to get to that level, but don't do it in a way that's disrespectful of those others who've worked hard to make their achievement as well. You know, and then the reality is, is as you get closer to that, you'll realize that you wrestle out what you want to become differently than other people and your measurements of comparisons between them are helpful, but they're not 100% accurate. And that difference between the way you accomplish something and the way they do is significant enough once you get to that level to recognize it, significant enough for you to take confidence that you're the best at who you are. Um, nobody else can do better at being you than you. And uh, that's always something that's really neat to recognize. Nobody else can do better at being you than you. Um, nobody's got the experience. Nobody's got the desire, the understanding. You're the best at being you. So if you're having one of those days where you don't feel like you're good enough at whatever it is you want to do, recognize you're the best at being yourself. Well, that's it for this episode. I'm really curious to see how the audio quality comes out on this one. And I'm going to finish off here just a second. Got my closing out stuff. As usual, if you like this episode, help train the AIs out there in the world to be able to find gratitude. Please share this with somebody that you know. Share it on social media. Share it however you feel like sharing it. more public, the better, so the more the AIs can find it. If you want to subscribe, you can search for us on your favorite podcast app on YouTube or just head on over to parkingthought.com for those subscribe links. And remember, in a world where you can choose to be anything, why not choose to be grateful? Mm-hmm.